Hey guys, it's your girl Jodi Ann, also known as I Go By Joe, and this is The E Project. Let's start the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm here with another amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Jess Perez. She is so dope and so amazing. She actually reached out to me on Instagram just to tell me how much she loved the podcast. And this girl's from New York City, so I was like, what? Thank you, girl. Like, I cried. She said so many amazing things. It just really touched my heart. And not going to cry right now. But it, all right? But it was, yeah. So she is a content creator, media personality, and founder of Industry High. Welcome, Jess Perez. Thank you. I'm so excited. I finally get to squeeze you and see your beautiful face. Oh, you're so sweet. And see the amazing hard work that you put into doing this beautiful project of yours. It's incredible. Thank you. Oh, my gosh, guys. She's just so dope and so beautiful and kind inside and out. She, like, literally glows, beams from the inside out. I love it. Thank you. So, as I said, this is a very special episode because I'm actually in New York City during uh, Fashion Week. So, we're outside recording. So, it's a little bit noisy in the background, but the content, I promise you, will be amazing. So, let's get started. (laughs) We're going to hand to the roof here. (laughs) Okay. So, please let us, even though I did a brief little introduction, please let us know Who is Jess Perez and what do you do and why did you start doing what you do? Jess Perez, I am a content creator, former Radio Disney host, entrepreneur. I founded my own company called Industry High, which is a platform for on-the-rise talent and for influential people who are doing positive work within their communities. I bring them on board, I interview them, and I also create content under Just Knows Best, which is a online television show where I go around New York City exploring New York, bringing, you know, positive content to people, and just creating all things with love. Mm -hmm. I must say that I am love and light. I am a child of God. I am a happy soul, a daughter, a sister, a friend. Yeah. Oh, you're amazing. (laughs) So what made you, who you are right now, take this happy, bubbly person? Have you always been like this? Like since you were young, have you just always been this super outgoing, super extroverted, like nothing held you back kind of girl? I've always been loud (laughs) and loud Dominican (laughs) since I was oh my gosh five years old I remember my parents saying be quiet you talk a lot or go over there I remember being like the entertainer in the family like we used to have like these crazy Dominican parties And I remember my mom used to call me over like, Jesse, come over here and dance. Imagine at five years old, you know, twerking it up, (laughs) (laughs) twerking it up and just being an entertainer. But it wasn't until I moved to the Dominican Republic at the age of nine and I started developing my artistry. Okay. I started seeing a lot of shows on television like the legendary uh, Don Francisco Mm. also like Cristina Saralegui and I started seeing how these people were utilizing their talent to give back to their communities and I was just like wait you can use your talent you can be so vocal and energetic and also give back to the community so that's where I started developing a lot of like my interest in media Mm, like a media personality kind of thing yeah so you were born here 
I was born in Brooklyn. Born in New Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. Brooklyn in the house. <laughs> and then you went back to Dominican. How and long were you there for? So I moved to the Dominican Republic when I was nine years old. Um, I came back at the age of 15. Okay. Did my last two years of high school. Went off to college. So I was there for a pretty long time. I have most of my childhood friends in the Dominican Republic. And I always go back, of course, because my parents, they live in the DR. <laughs> so there's always a motive to go back and see daddy and mommy. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. That's the journey. Okay. So <laughs> when you were in the Dominican and you started seeing all like, the people you just mentioned and kind of developing your media personality, did you kind of start anything there? Like, even if it was something small, just to kind of, like, start your media presence? Or did you start it when you kind of, as you got older? I started it when I was in the Dominican Republic. I was in every art class you can think of. Like my my dad, I remember he was like, "Please pick, choose one. Please, <laughs> is it? Do you want to be a ballerina today? Do you want to be an, uh, a painter tomorrow? Like, please choose one." Because my dad used to take me everywhere, ballet classes. Oh my gosh, I was in step classes. I was in art classes. Like I was in, involved in every art activity that you can think of. Okay. And I thank my parents for being supportive. You know, at such young age, you start developing all these like gifts and it's up to your parents to, you know, open that door and give you that exposure to realize, okay, my, there's something that my child has that I feel like I need to support. And um, yeah, I think that in the Dominican Republic is where I started realizing that I was gifted in this media thing, but I didn't know exactly what it was until I moved back to New York City and um, I decided to do a couple of pageants, go figure. <laughs> and um, I did Barbizon modeling, I did a couple of like commercial print work and all of that was to gain experience okay. and learn about the business aspect in the entertainment industry. Mm, at a young age, too. At a young age. Like, I remember I was 16 years old, and I I asked my dad, I was like, I need $1,500. And he was like, for what? <laughs> he was like, for what? I was like, because I want to be at, I want to go to Barbizon Modeling School. And he was like, what? Barbizon Modeling, what? <laughs> so what is that for Canadians that don't know? Barbizon Modeling is a an agency that basically trains young girls into the entertainment business. So... I don't know how it is now, but back then they would, you know, provide modeling classes such as like um, makeup classes, runway, how to walk, etiquette. They would provide also gigs, modeling okay. gigs and okay. book you through um, their in-house agency. Okay. And I decided to just go for it. My dad didn't pay the $1,500. <laughs> so at 16 years old, little... You hustled. I hustled. You got and your I points. got I got a retail job called Price Smart. And I remember I was working for the low, but I paid I paid that fifteen hundred tuition and I graduated from Barbizon Modeling wow. Agency. How long was that? A year? This was um the agency well actually it was I believe it was like a seven month course. Okay, seven months, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, and I paid it off in seven months with my little part-time job. Good for you. And I went back with my little certificate, and I told my dad, I was like, look, I did it. He was like, way to go. I need... So he was, he was already kind of almost training you for that independence, being a hustler, being that business-minded, yeah. you know, entrepreneur. Because, I mean, if you don't have mom and dad or other people to kind of help you out, you got to yeah. do it yourself in a sense. Yeah. You got to figure things out. And so I, I like know. that he taught you that. 
Yeah, I like that too. And I also didn't realize how I was developing my entrepreneur spirit. Mm. I didn't know that hustling and getting a no would turn into an opportunity. Mm. Like I never received a no as an answer. I was like, oh, somebody just said no? Okay, I'm gonna turn this no into a yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was amazing that my father gave me that experience of saying, "I'm listen, you wanna participate in this seven month course, you need to go and hustle on your own. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm already saving up for your college tuition. <laughs> so you better figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I think that my, my dad has definitely, definitely instilled in me the fact that if you really want something, you have to go get it. And work hard. And both of my parents are not entrepreneurs. Mm. They're not entrepreneurs. But they saw, I feel like they saw it in you. I feel like so they he was like too. pushing you. He's like, you know, parents always they have a funny way of always knowing what is special about each child yeah. and like how to push them, how much to push them, you know, what's kind of encourage them in, you know, certain depending but for the yeah. most part I feel like parents just have that especially mothers innate like they just know their child yeah. so I think because they saw you're such an extroverted child they're like nah she's she, she's she's gonna be somebody yeah. like out there my dad is a he's so amazing he's such an amazing father figure amazing human being and I thank him for allowing me to be me mm. And also my mom, she's, she's the foundation of the family. Well, God is the foundation of our yeah. family, but she's like, she's the rib, you she's know? A, yeah. She's the supporter. And it's so beautiful to see how my parents throughout their 43-year marriage. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> oh, my God. They've been able to raise beautiful children um, and to see that they just allow us to be and to learn from our own experiences, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Because sometimes, you know, you go into this full circle life experience thinking, wow, like, my parents didn't teach me this. But my dad was very straightforward. I remember the, the moment I decided to leave the house at 21, my dad was like, you better, you better know that, yes, you can always come back. But what you're going to experience out there, I can't teach you that. Mm, life, you're going to have to experience yeah. life on your own. I love that. Your yeah. parents are so... Oh, my gosh. They're so humble. They're, They're just so, so down-to-earth people. I, I love my parents. Would you say your parents were your first mentors? I don't know if you've had... We'll talk about that going forward. But would you say your parents were your first mentors without really knowing that that's what they were? I think so. I don't know. I don't, I, I wouldn't say that they were my first step to mentors, but I would say that they definitely gave me guidance. Okay. Mentorship is such a great topic, and mm -hmm. I still struggle, even at, you know, 31, <laughs> I still struggle with knowing who, not finding a mentor, but I feel like for me, my mentor is God. Mm. I feel like that's Best like my ever. that's like my go to. Yeah. You know, I find mentorship in in my prayer. I find mentorship when I when I'm feeling all alone and stressed. Mm -hmm. It really is God. It comes up to like me and God. Like this is this is who I rely on every single day. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, I, I know. Mentorship is one of those things that a lot of people struggle with. Finding a mentor and just knowing. 
if this is the right mentor for you, the right person. Because a mentor can sometimes, depending on how influential they are in your life, can make, I don't want to say break you, but they have a huge responsibility, I feel like. And also, I feel like as a mentee, you have a responsibility to kind of recognize when it's time to step back, to let go of that mentor, or just even looking at the relationship to see, okay, what am I bringing to to this? Am Am I offering something as well? Um, that they can take from me, not just I'm take, take, take. So I find mentorship, just the whole mentoring situation is, it's it's a relationship right. at the end of the day. I think a lot of people stress the fact that they need to get a mentor. And for a very long time, even the beginning of my career interning, I did seven internships. I've mm. interned for MTV, I've interned for Nouveau TV, Telemundo, iHeartRadio. I've done a lot of internships and in every internship, I couldn't find a mentor. Mm. I couldn't find that person that I could go to and seek for guidance. And it wasn't until later on, I was just like, I find myself praying and seeking God more as a mentor. So, and you're getting your answers. Mentor. Sometimes for people, a mentor could be a book. Mm. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. So I think that sometimes we stress ourselves pursuing our career and seeking a mentor without realizing that sometimes the mentor that all you need is God or a book or you know a quiet space mm-hmm. okay yeah. I like that thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I kind of want to dive into industry high now yeah. so I want to talk about your transition from Radio Disney to industry high how was that like for you The transition from Radio Disney to Industry High. Well, actually, I created Industry High before Radio Disney. Oh, before? Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. So I launched Industry High back in 2011. I did a huge launch event with over 300 people who attended my launch event. I had sponsors on board and just an idea. It was just a developing idea, and I said, you know what, I'm going to bring a whole bunch of people. I've been running around New York City interviewing underground artists. Mm -hmm. This was like before Nicki Minaj was Nicki Minaj. I remember... So you've been really at this. I remember meeting Nicki Minaj at the Dr. J's Fresh Face. Jeremiah, when he first came out with the birthday sex song. Oh, birthday, that is that song. And he would see me at every event, and he was like... You're Jesse, right? Because back in the days, I used to go by Jesse. Mm. And um, it started off as this, you know, idea that I just wanted to support on the rise talent and support people with the dream that didn't have a platform. I felt like there wasn't that many outlets for on the rise talent. And I felt like I needed to do something because I was looking for that outlet. So the transition from developing a platform where I wanted to give back to people just turned into a blessing because I didn't know that I was developing this strong skill set and that skill set was a a people skill set. I'm a people person. I love people. I love meeting new people. I feel like opportunities come from meeting people. Sometimes my greatest opportunities comes from strangers that I meet in the streets, which is so or crazy. Online. Or, or online. Or online. <laughs> or online. And developing this idea of industry high has opened so many doors, like Radio Disney. Radio mm. Disney came about an opportunity that I created called the Just Prom Princess Giveaway. 
I remember seeing that, yes. Yeah. That was and really sweet. This was a, an idea that I was just like, you know what, I'm going to use my industry high platform to give back to young girls that don't have the resources to attend prom. And I contacted Radio Disney, story short. They got back to me and said, this is amazing. Please keep in touch with us. And I did. I kept in touch. And boom, that opened it a whole different opportunity that I originally did not think about. Mm. I didn't think about doing radio. I mm. didn't do a radio internship. Every internship that I did was television. Interesting, okay. And, I, I, you know, sometimes your journey will take you right. Sometimes you want to go right and your journey will take you left. And you're like, oh, and, you, and you're, you're mad like, at the moment sometimes. And you're mad at the moment. You're, you mm. don't know. You're like, no, but I want this opportunity. And it's just like, no, like, God is preparing you for something else. Like, hang in there. Even if it don't make sense, and, you're like... Yeah, and that's how I started getting all my radio experiences. I mm. became a board operator. I learned how to edit audio, how to edit videos, how to interview people on the radio, how to do commercial breaks. And from that transition, I said, you know what? I'm going to transition from industry high being this television platform into radio mm. so industry hire was a radio show for a little bit and i had partnered with a online radio station that gave me a beautiful opportunity to bring artists on board and interview them okay. and i was there for a year and then that i transitioned back into tv now okay so now I'm doing Industry High on YouTube. I have a couple of interviews under my belt to release. I can't wait to release them. I'm a little perfectionist, so for the people that are listening, <laughs> waiting for Industry High to release, hang in there. A lot of great content is coming. Uh, yeah, so it's been a transition from Industry High TV to radio and then developing this strong radio skill set and realizing okay this vision is bigger than what i normally realized that it was mm -hmm. it's impacting people's lives it's giving back to the community it's changing people's someone's life mm -hmm. oh it's amazing Thank where you. does i'm so i'm always interested in like people and, like how they think and like why they do certain things i'm just i'm just nosy as hell maybe that's just why <laughs> but i want to know where does your love for people like root from like where does that come from I it comes from Dominican Republic it comes from my family it comes from my father my father is such a giver he raised nine brothers and sisters mm. in Dominican Republic at the age of 13 his father passed away and he had to take up this role of being the provider for his family he brought all his family all his nine brothers and sisters he brought them to the U.S. To give them a better life and seeing that human side of my father, knowing his story, knowing the legacy that he has left, you know, it's incredible and it's, it teaches me to, to be compassionate for other people, okay. to be compassionate for other people and growing up in the Dominican Republic, my dad has this beautiful land. He has this beautiful land where he has everything planted, like plantains, oranges, <laughs> everything, every fruit you can think of. And growing up, I was like, why does my dad always give all this free food to people? Like, he could just sell this and At become market, like right? a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, right? 
And my dad was like, no, I have this land. I built this you know, beautiful land to just give back to people who are in need. Mm-hmm. And oh, I think wow. that growing up and seeing how my dad is just such a giver really made me a little bit like him. Oh. <laughs> it made me a little bit like him. And I don't think he knows this. Um, oh. I haven't seen my father in a year. So oh. it's a beautiful thing to see that. You start becoming like your parents. Yeah, well, as you get older. As you get too. older, and you're like, and you don't realize. Even it. your mannerisms, everything. Everything, you're like, Wait. everything. And then you look back, and then you're like, man, I used to be a little rebel when I was a teenager, you know. But now I'm, I'm so fortunate to call my parents and tell them, thank you. I love mm-hmm. you. Thank you for everything that you have instilled. You know, mm-hmm. I do industry high. I do everything that I do because. They have given so much of themselves to me that I feel like I need to repay them with a little bit of success, yeah. you know, just a little bit, just to show him, like, Dad, you taught me how to be human, mm. and this is why I do oh, what wow. I love to do. That's, wow, your dad, I want to meet your dad. <laughs> he's, he's a beautiful person. Uh, he's incredible. Funny, because I was going to ask you, too, has media change the way you interact with people like everyday people like people that, that are not in your industry like do you find sometimes you know when you're in a certain field people are more drawn to you like yeah. just because they you know sometimes you don't know if they want something from you or if they want just to talk to you just the person or just the media person because they you have a kind you might have a good connection to something has do you fi- do you find that like do you struggle with that at all ever like knowing when people are being real f- to wanting to talk to you or je- or or it's Jess Perez? No, I don't struggle with that at all. Okay, so like, that's a I long know, question. <laughs> oh, this is why discernment is so important. Mm, okay. <laughs> and also, you know what? Being in the industry for a very long time, I've been pursuing my career for about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. So I know who is being an opportunist. Opportunist, that's the word. Sorry, I, I, know, I was trying to say. I know who is mm-hmm. trying to just get you know, resources without building a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's so important to build relationships. I get a lot of opportunities by just building, building mm-hmm. relationships Genuine with people. Ones Genuine too. ones, Genuine mm-hmm. ones. So I don't struggle with that in the industry. Thank okay. God. I, I know who... I feel like my discernment is pretty good okay. to know who is after what. Okay. And they're just talking to you. Because some people are slick. Some people be like, hey, girl, like, you know. Yeah. But they have an ulterior motive. Like, they're being nice to you because, you know, when people are like, some people are just real devious. But, like, again, you know, discernment. I know celebrities, I mean, they must deal with this. It's so frustrating to kind of know, who do you trust? Who's actually trying to talk to me just to talk to me? Or they want something from me? I think that this is such a good question because it's so easy to get caught up in the hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you have real people around you, when you have your family around you, when you have the people that really matter, all of that does not matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why I always stick with real people. Like, my go-to people is my family, my boyfriend, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's really it. And obviously, like, I have really good friendships. Mm-hmm which I can count with one hand. Mm-hmm. It's so important to be around genuine, real people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get caught up by the glitz and glam. Don't get caught up by the hype. All of that 
is temporary. Mm. You know, I always say be careful with your reputation. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be known by someone who is scamming people. This entertainment business is such a small world. As big as it may look. It, it's so man, small. It's your two degrees in separation, five it's, degrees of separation. Yeah. It's not like... And, yeah, and, and you have to think. You have to think about your legacy. You have to think about longe- longevity. You have to think about your career. Like, what is it that I want people to recognize me or know me mm-hmm. from? Like, I want people to know that I am love. I am light everywhere I go. That I am resource. I love sharing my resources. I have no problem. Like I was going to ask you about that too, actually, because a lot of people <laughs> hide their resources. They're like, "Oh no, I'm not going to tell them. I'm, I'm going to make them um, find it another way." Like it's I don't know. People are very secretive with certain things, yeah. and I get doing your research because I mean, you can only ask somebody so many questions with that, and you haven't done any research. That's when I'm like, "Hey, what have you done? Any research? Or are you just asking to get all the answers?" Yeah, you know there are people like that. So the resources. I know, yeah. I know who to share my resources with. Like okay. I love sharing my resources with people that I know who have the same ambitions, mm-hmm. ambition that I, I have. That people who are hustlers, people who I see that they're really doing it. I love sharing my resources with those people, and I also. Listen, I love being a blessing. I feel like when you bless other people... You will be blessed. You're, you will be blessed. Like, what does it take for me to share my resources with someone like you? Mm-hmm. Does it take nothing? Like, here, here's a contact to attend New York Fashion Week. And this actually happened the other night. I was standing on the line for an event, and there was this young girl who I connected with, and she was telling me about her journey... And uh, she was like, I've been here for like three hours. And I was like, I just got here. And I'm all the way in the front already. I was, she was just sharing her story. And I saw myself in her. Mm. I was like, this was me like five years ago. I just, you know, just wanting to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And I went all the way to the front. I was like, girl, like, come. I'm not leaving you. Like, we just, we exchange information. We had a 20-minute conversation. I'm not leaving you in this on back of this line mm. she was like thank you and uh, she was with her camera and um, it turned out to be that she was like she turned out to be my photographer <laughs> I was like girl I'm just gonna say that you're my photographer so I can get you in she was like okay okay and I just saw so much passion in this girl that I was like I shared a resource I was like look there's an event another fashion event just go to it and she was like oh my god thank you thank you thank you I was like it's all good like mm-hmm. I see I see that you want it as bad as I want it. And the only way that we can get to the top if we both elevate each other. Mm. The only way that you can see more brown women, more women of color, is if we help each other. We mm. got to share our resources. The only way we can see our faces in Vogue is if I share that, that contact information, that editor co- information from Vogue. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do from, if I keep that information? We're not going to succeed. We need we, black power is here to stay, and we need to we need to really support each other. And I mean that genuinely, mm-hmm. genuinely. It makes me so happy when I see women of color succeeding. You know, it just makes me happy. Like, yes, there's more of us in the room. Like, that's mm-hmm. what's up. That's what's up. It just it just fuels me. It makes me feel like I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I think we just. 
everyone just needs a break sometimes. Like, you just need yeah. that break. Yeah. It only takes that one person literally to change your whole life. Yes. Yes. And maybe that one person is you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is such a good conversation. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, because you just probably heard my cousin in the background. <laughs> because we are legit having a conversation. Like, that's how you all know my podcast go. So she just started talking, jumping in. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cause I know you know what? I'm actually glad that you did that because I now it makes me feel like okay yeah. it's like a conversation. <laughs> she was like, "Is this like a Sex in the City conversation?" <laughs> oh my god, so I funny! It. I love. Oh, she's so cute. But yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. And you know what? That probably changed so much in her. You probably really like just spark something in her she yeah. could have been so sad so down that day you know we were so hard on ourselves we're, we're our worst critic and you a stranger she doesn't know you yeah and you just was like girl and you just you're talking to her like a regular person yeah. and yeah she was so excited she yeah, I had like, texted her the tickets to the event and she texted me back she was like look up this event and she was like I'm so sorry I meant to send it to my friend because I told her I was like you can take a plus one okay and she's like oh my god but listen, it's just like, be a blessing. That's so sweet. Be a blessing. Be a blessing to other people. And, oh my gosh. Like, I I always think about what will make Jess different from everybody else. Mm. And for me, that's love. Mm. Walking in love. Somebody comes to me with negativity, I hit them with love. Mm. Somebody talks to me rude, I say, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Listen, just keep it. Like, God keep bless you and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. That's that's what I live by. That's how mm-hmm. I wake up every day feeling grateful. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I'm alive, I'm breathing. And sometimes you have to shake yourself out of that. You know what I mean? Be, because mm-hmm. it's such a hard, it's a hard journey. It is. It's a hard journey. Nobody said it was easy. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things that I go through personally, you know, that I have to, like, shake myself mm-hmm. out of it or talk to positive people to make me feel like okay it's gonna you, be okay. you got this yeah. it's gonna be okay and when it's not okay it's okay to say you're not okay and that took a long time for me to really realize that it's okay when I don't feel bubbly energetic it's okay I don't have to be on 110 percent lit all the time mm-hmm. you know we're human beings mm-hmm. And I'm realizing that life is, is a journey. Every day is a process. You don't have to have it all figured out. Nope. At 31, I don't have it all figured out. <laughs> you know, I, I walk by, I truly walk by faith. And I walk by knowing that I'm giving my all. Today mm. is all I have. I'm giving my all. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's actually perfect. I was going to literally just about to bring up mental health mental health and entrepreneurship because mm. like a lot of the points you just mentioned yeah we all struggle with and mental health i feel like right now is on a rise in terms of conversation yeah we're talking about it more we're hearing it more in the media especially when it comes to social media mm. and entrepreneurship so what are some of your practices and what kind of advice would you give that has helped you with through if you've had any mental health with um with being in business This is a really good question. Again, I'm not an expert Mm -hmm. on mental health, although I do follow a lot of amazing, amazing therapists. I follow the black therapist. Ooh, she's Um, good. He's 
Yeah. He, oh, he. He's a oh, great... There's, okay, there's a girl that yeah, I know. He's a dear okay. friend, Aaron. And I think that to begin, you need to accept that you are not okay and you need help. I think that when you accept your illness, because mental health is an illness, it first comes with accepting that you're not okay. Second, reach out to people. You will not believe the people that will care for your mental health. And there's, there's people out there, like the black therapist, there's people out there that are willing to share their their resources and help people. But I think that it starts from from within. It really starts from seeking help from within and realizing like, yo, I'm not good today. Mm-hmm. Let me express that to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that the reason why we have a lot of issues within mental health, especially in the black community, is because a lot of people think that they can't be vocal about it because they will judge you or your family would think you're crazy. All of that is BS. Like, if you need help, please, like, reach out to a friend, a family member. Just reach out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reach I think out. the whole stigma of the crazy thing, I think that's one of the biggest things that we all struggle with. Or just yeah. even, you know, the older generations talk, you know, like, anxiety and depression, like, no one spoke about that. Yeah. And if you did speak about it, they're like, you know, you are, you're not right in the head. And it's like, yeah. no, like, don't make people feel bad because they handle their feelings a little bit differently mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to anxiety and depression, it's something that needs to be addressed properly yeah. and not be judged. Because yeah. it's something that can be so suppressed that people wonder why some people literally go crazy later on in life and they're like, they just snap because they've suppressed all of those feelings. This is such a, it's a very sensitive topic because a lot of people are dealing with mental health, especially right in the black community. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like, how do you know somebody's going through something if they're not vocal about it? And if they look happy. And it's, if they look happy. Especially with celebrities, because yeah. you look at celebrities and you think, and that's why I always say people do not praise or celebrate celebrities like they are God. Because like, you don't know what they're you going You don't through. know. Just because they have money and they're living the quote unquote lavish yeah. lifestyle, they can have no friends, no real yeah. friends. Like yeah. an entourage is one thing. Friends is a whole, and family is a whole different thing. So when it comes to like Anthony Bourdain, um, Kate Spade, like they took their life. Mm-hmm. And that's a very serious thing. You look at them and think that they're so happy. Yeah. What do they have to be sad about, you know? So it's something to really take serious. And I feel like celebrities have a lot of pressure put on them to be a certain way because they're looked upon as these huge role models. Yeah. And that's why for me, I don't really believe in role models in that sense because everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. Everyone goes through something. You never know what a person can be going through. And I love to be vocal. When I'm not feeling okay, mm-hmm. I let everybody know. I'm not good, mm. just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it really starts from surrounding yourself with people who truly love you. And I don't know, I feel like God keeps me centered. God really, I don't know how some people could make it without God. Yeah. <laughs> really, like, Jesus makes me, like, centered. Like, if I can't call my mom, if I can't call my boyfriend right now, I need to center myself like God. Like, give me the strength to get through this day. Mm-hmm. And I come back to my sense, like, there's a, there's a meaning, there's a purpose 
in that prayer lifestyle, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a like, long conversation. Yeah, it's a long conversation. Because not everyone has or believes, you know what I mean, has that personal relationship with yeah. God. But for me, that's what I feel like it is. So when it's that, it's like if you don't have that, find a friend, somebody that you can really talk to and just yeah. confide in them if you can. Or even a professional. There's nothing wrong or with talking to a therapist. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's another stigma in the black community yeah. is, not, is not wanting to go to therapists mm-hmm. because a professional is there for a reason. They, they they know how to handle all of the energy that you're inputting into them and they know how to, to help you. Confiding into a friend all the time, it may not always be good because they might be going through yeah. something as well. Yeah. So it's kind so of like... too many emotions going on. too many on. emotions going so around. you want somebody so. to be neutral. So for that, you seek a therapist. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with seeking a therapist. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. So... <laughs> kind of moving more happy yeah <laughs> that was a long little spiel yeah. i just want to say if anybody's listening um going through depression anxiety anything that's like dark in their life just know that you're loved just know that you were purposely created that you're here to to just give so much love to other people know that you're not alone know that god loves you know that i love you <laughs> I love and, you too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like people need love. Mm. Just a human to human connection. Need love, human to human connection. Mm. Like we're really losing human connection, and sometimes you need to learn how to put your phone down and mm. just say, "Let me let me embrace this moment with my sister right next to me," or "Let mm. me." Maybe I need to call somebody today and say, I love you. Mm. That, that does a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just just That's starting hard. that conversation. Because I'm guilty of, I'm the worst at communicating at times. Like, I'll go like months. I'm like, oh, shoot. I haven't spoken to this person. But I think just being accountable and just taking that responsibility of really ensuring you are keeping up with, especially the your loved ones and close yeah. ones. It's, it's easy to get busy nowadays. Like You can go, months will go by and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I call people. <laughs> oh, you call? Okay. I'm an awesome, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't call you. I'm surprised I didn't call you. But I love calling people. I'm like, I don't know when, when is the last time I'm going to hear your voice. Like, mm. let me call. I'm so old school. I need to hear your voice. And I, I'm an energy giver, so I need to give to energy. Yeah, I need to share. I need to hear you. Is that, I don't know. <laughs> if you need a friend, guy, yeah, just call Jess. <laughs> or just email her. Me. Or just email her. Yes. <laughs> Call me, call me. I'm, I'm old school. Leave a, now you can leave those little voice memos on WhatsApp. Yes, and and, and Instagram, and all Instagram. that. Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> so, what advice would you give to an up and coming media personality, like someone that wants to get into media but they're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, what's the first step? Like, is it an internship? Is it maybe creating my own little platform and practicing? And you know, what what do you, what would advice would you give? First of all, stop saying that you don't know. <laughs> you do know. You okay. already know your purpose. You already laid the foundation, mm. right? Second, yes, intern, get as much experience as you need under your belt. Take risk. If you feel like you need to travel for an internship like I did, I traveled to Orlando, lived in Orlando for five months, mm. and did an internship with Telemundo, NBC Universal. Take risk. Don't be afraid to know that, you know, you're going to lose $50 tomorrow because you decided to take the train to Staten Island. I I don't know. Take risk and reach out to people. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. 
slide in people's DM, ask questions. Don't ever take a no for an answer. Create your own opportunities. I'm a true believer in creating your own opportunities. And I feel like you did that with Industry High. Yes. And I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing it. I'm still creating opportunities. And if a door doesn't open, I'm like, okay, thinking about the next idea. What can I do? Oh, I can, I can gather 15 girls together to do a beauty event and have a self-care day. Whatever it is, know that you, you know, your journey is in your hands. Like You decide if you want to sit and cry or you want to get up and get out and meet people. And there's two, ty- there's two different types of people. There's the doers and there's the non-doers. Mm-hmm. I can give my resources to someone who I just met. Say, here, th- this, is the re- this is my resources to do an internship at Telemundo. Now, you have that contact information and it's on you to email that person and follow up with that person. I already gave you the contact, boo. Like, mm-hmm. it's on you. What you're going to do with it, it's on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 90, I don't even want to say, maybe like an 80% of, am I being generous? Maybe like, a, let's say a 50% of people will do it. Mm. You can give somebody the blueprint, but honestly, like, not everybody is going to do it. And it may not even be their time to do it. Because we want so many things. We want, want, want. We're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah. And I just need that. And then you get the opportunity and you're like, oh, shit, what do I do with this? Yeah. So you're yeah. Just not, maybe it's not ready yet. And then some things, you just got to figure it out on your own. Yep. You got to figure it out. Figure it out. Cardi B said, said it best. <laughs> said, most of the times I had to figure. Oops, sorry. I was going to cuss. Sorry, right, can say that. Sometimes you got to figure certain things on your mm. own. Because your journey is completely different. Mm-hmm. Your journey, everyone has their journey. It's written. It's something that I cannot stress. Like, I might go to an event and probably not get any type of contacts. That's my journey. You might go to an event, to the same event, and get like three or four different types of contact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's, it's, you have to trust your, the process. You have to trust your journey. So mm-hmm. I think that for anybody that's listening, starting off into getting into media, know that it doesn't happen overnight. No, it you does gotta, not. <laughs> you, have to, <laughs> you have to be molded. You have mm-hmm. to go through the process. You have to meet people. You have to fail. You have to lose money. You have to gain money. Mm-hmm. You have to go through a lot in order for you to realize like wow this is how this is everything that I've gained from this journey this process Mm -hmm. and you can't skip the process you gotta learn you gotta you gotta learn you have to learn you have to learn and always be on that seat of a student I'm still a student Mm. I graduated in 2010 and I'm like I'm still a student (laughs) I don't care like I just want information I want to learn I want to be around successful people talking about successful people that's another thing for you beginners, um, one thing that I really lacked starting off was not being around positive people and not being around successful people. Mm-hmm. I think that when you surround yourself with successful people, the successful people want to see you win. 
all the time. Yep. And also, when you're pursuing your purpose, when you're walking in your purpose, you will be so happy for other people. Oh, yeah. So happy. There's no jealousy. That There's does not no exist. Jealousy. None of that. There's, you're not. You're like, no, because you already know that your purpose is unique and you already mm. know that you are talented and gifted yep. in your own way. So there's no need for you to feel like, oh my gosh, you know, Jessica got this opportunity. Why well, I didn't get it. Yeah. You know? Just have several seats. No, Just, I no, want to be around success. A, it gets me so excited when I'm in a room full of successful people. I'm like, like energetic you and know, especially like, when they want you to win exactly they want you to win they're not discouraging you like you don't need to tell a fr- or no not a fr- whatever so you tell someone something yeah. and they're like and you're like you're so excited about it you're like yeah and they're like oh are you sure you want to do that I don't know you're kind of shy it's like girl why you just gotta just burst my bubble like yeah. I just told you how I'm excited about this and I want to do this and, you're, and your first comment is but you're kind of shy it's like what yeah. I can overcome that. Like, obviously, I need to. Yeah. You know. Shower. You right? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's fun. I actually heard someone um, in an interview recently. His name is Malik Yoba. I hope that's his name, right? He's an actor. I know Mal- who Malik Yoba is. Malik. Okay, well, <laughs> he said something recently that his therapist said to him um, after his divorce, or I think during his divorce. He said, align your soul and your personality. And my mm. word of the year has been alignment. Like, my event that I did was called alignment. Like, that word has just been stuck to me and ingrained yeah. in me throughout this whole year. And I'm like, alignment is everything to me. So I want to know for you, what does alignment mean for you and who you are and what you do? That's a great question. Alignment means to me balance. Mm. It means to me being grounded. And knowing that... When you trust the process, things are going to align. Things are going to happen for you. But you already have to believe it. You have to believe it and know that every step that you take is a step forward. Mm. And that every moment that you you give your all is the moment where you receive blessings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can't even explain the blessings that I get. I'm like, how do I explain to someone that I just walked in with a positive attitude and I just got a partnership with Samsung out of this just because I smiled at a random person. How do you explain that to somebody? Mm-hmm. Right? But you, to me, that's, that's not, my alignment. It's not learned. It's not no. trained. That's just you. No. So my alignment is balance, is positive attitude. I've always go by this quote that says your attitude equals your altitude. Ooh. And Ooh, how far you'll go up. Yes. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Make sure that you you balance, you know, your your soul, like Malik Yoba said, but also your attitude. Your attitude is where you will be able to to grow, right? Personally, professionally. It's so important to keep a positive attitude. Nobody wants to be around negative people. No, they don't no. have time for that. No, we don't have time for that. No. Please, we already short. have we already have Trump. social media. <laughs> we have Trump already. You know? Yeah. Your attitude, it's so important to keep that positive mindset because your career requires it. 100%. Entrepreneurship is, mm-hmm. like you said, it's a journey, mm-hmm. um, and it has to be aligned with you. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. that is okay. That's another conversation I feel like is hot right now. It's, yeah. it's 
it's don't judge the non-entrepreneurs like yeah. everyone has a job for a reason they're meant to do certain things yeah. just like that actor from the Cosby show and he, he worked he was working in Trader Joe's oh yes I can't remember his name I but, remember but he like we were people were trying to shade him for working in Trader he is feeding his family I just because he's not an actor anymore he's what the bottom of the barrel no like I'm so tired of people shaming non-entrepreneurs or non-media people or non non-creative as a whole just you know not if you're not entertainment if you're not if you're not doing if you're not pushing this you're not you know yeah. you're I'm so over that story but that goes that ties into going back to alignment yes. staying focused yes staying focused and knowing your why yes knowing your why is it that I wake up every every day and I have this passion of you know succeeding is it my family is it because I know that I'm deserving mm-hmm. some people they don't even believe that they're deserving. Mm-hmm. And that is like, oh, That's like heartbreaking. Why? Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Like, you're so deserving. My boyfriend says, he's like, we can live heaven on earth. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that God wants us to really live a, a life of abundance. Mm-hmm. And when you try to think beyond, it's like, wow, like, I really can live happy on earth. I really, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm alive. I'm I'm healthy. I'm having a beautiful conversation with you. It's breezy today. <laughs> it's not humid. Thank you, New York City. <laughs> New York, I'm sorry, you're bipolar weather. Yeah, Ooh, I it, know. It was, it was <laughs> scorching hot two days ago. Sorry, guys, off topic. Just had to say off that. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, when you start thinking about how deserving you are, nothing matters. Like We need to stop feeding into all these like negative things that we easily let us distract us yep 100 percent. let go let, let go, go and, let and let go and let god and mm-hmm. be aligned with again your attitude positive mindset energy mm-hmm. you know i agree thank you be aligned with that. your goals yes be aligned with your goals with things that matter the people that surround you yes yeah. Yes. So not everyone has a season in your life. Not everyone is meant to stay yeah. in your life, and that's okay. Yeah. And I've learned that. I'm learning that now. We go through seasons. I'm going through yeah. a tough season right now. Yeah. It's my toughest year ever. Mm. <laughs> ever. Ever. Like, this has been a crazy entrepreneurship journey. And I took the leap in January as a full-time entrepreneur. There's nothing glitz and glam about being an entrepreneur. It's a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. A lot of hard work. A lot of sleepless nights. A lot of broke days. A lot of not knowing where you're going to get your next paycheck. It's a lot of that. But that's... I chose that. Mm -hmm. I chose this legacy lifestyle that I know I'm going to have. Mm -hmm. Very soon. I Mm. believe it. It's just... I don't know where it became a norm for people to succeed right away. <laughs> it's like, like oh, you haven't like, you haven't jumped off in two years? Oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't do and this. And obviously, like we show we show people what we want them to know on social media. Mm-hmm. For me, my social media is my portfolio, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a lot of things that I go through as far as you know my next opportunities. Where is my next opportunity gonna come? Like. How am I going to survive doing industry high? And also just being realistic with myself and knowing that I love doing the platform that I do for other people, 
but genuinely like social media i don't just show it show my successful side mm-hmm. for people like no that's for me that's my journey mm-hmm. you know every time i do an event i look back and i'm like wow let me remember like god blessed me with this hbo event two weeks ago let me be thankful for that mm-hmm. and not be so hard on myself today because i don't know what opportunity is going to arise do you write you know? do you write down your your successes i, I do to write kind of down look my, back and yes see? Okay. yes and um Especially now, as an entrepreneur, I get a lot of visions. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have to write everything down. It's so important to do so. But I am very, like, when it comes to, like, content creation, I'm very organized. Like, I have everything written down. Before I post, I have everything organized. Like, okay. this is, like, my post for the whole week. It's such a stressful city. You're always on the go. You're always on the run. So you want to be as organized as possible. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You yeah. actually, you've mentioned legacy twice now. So yeah, really I know you've that. definitely <laughs> thought about this a, a lot. Uh-huh. So what do you want your legacy to be? I love this question. Legacy, <laughs> legacy, legacy. <laughs> what do I want my legacy to be? Like, I want my legacy to be impactful. I want nonprofit foundation for children. I want my legacy to be life changing. Even if I could change someone's life, just one person, I feel like I've done my job. Mm. But my legacy would be to impact people's lives through my foundation, my family, my work, Mm. all the hard work that I've been putting in. I want people to realize, like, wow, she came a long way. Like, Mm. you know, this just didn't happen overnight. It really took some time. But I definitely want people to remember my legacy as an impactful, life-changing legacy. Someone that lived their full potential to shed light on other people's lives. In a world where you see so much negativity, even if I could like tap you with one finger and be like, you're loved. Today you're loved. That's the legacy that I really want to leave. I love that. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> if you had to describe yourself in three words... What would that be? I know it's hard. Three is hard. Words. Why three words? Um, If you had a timer right now, ten seconds. Okay. Okay. God fearing, energetic, Mm -hmm. and love. There we go. That's perfect. (laughs) Honestly, I could talk to you all day. I feel like I could talk to you. Legit talk. Like I've had so much fun talking to you. My cousin's still talking to (laughs) me. I love this episode though. This is so We're I love having it. a sex in the city moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, thank you so much. Thank I you. we gotta do a part two next year or even before next I gotta year. I gotta come to Toronto. You gotta come to Toronto. Thank you. And even you reaching out to me. Like I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you're you. Awesome. This is amazing. I love I love what you're doing. It's a beautiful legacy, the word of the day. Legacy, right? <laughs> I admire you. I admire the work that you're doing. Thank you. Oh, yeah. she's so sweet, y'all. <laughs> like, no, thank you for sharing your story and just thank taking you. the time to come and meet me all yeah. the way here. I mean, you're Hugs. awesome. Hugs. Thank Air you hugs. so much for having me. <laughs> you're so sweet. So last question I ask everybody. It's a very standard end of the uh, interview question. What is the one thing you can't leave the house without, minus your cell phone? I know you just looked at your phone, too. <laughs> uh, red lipstick. Okay. <laughs> and she's wearing red lipstick today. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> red lipstick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And where can we find you on social media? 
you can find me at ITSJES Perez on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also find Industry High on Twitter, Instagram, industry underscore high. All right. Thank you so much, Jess. I'll provide everything at the bottom of the blog like I always do. Again, thank you. You're awesome. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Don't forget to share, rate, like, and subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, CastBox, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.